Welcome, everybody, to uh, a special edition Breakpoint podcast episode. Uh, Frank and I were not planning on recording this. However, Djokovic has uh, been summoned to a reenactment of the movie The Terminal with Tom Hanks, um, and he has been denied at the Australian border. Frank, tell us, uh, scoop us in a little bit on what's going on, and we'll uh, discuss from there. Yeah, so... This was this this has been probably the biggest development in sports in general, I would say, over the past. uh, This is the biggest development in sports right now, like of any sport. It's all about Novak Djokovic. It's even dominated like news headlines in general, like New York Times, Wall Street Journal. Novak has been the front page everywhere. Uh, This is the way that I would describe this is that it's not surprising in any way for me. Um, this is basically why when we had our 2022 predictions episode, I said that Novak would not win this tournament is because even if he was to play, which I, truthfully, I still think he will. I think that this has shrouded and caused so much controversy for him that he will just mentally not be able to be there um, as well. I think that now he has made himself basically persona non grata in Australia at this point that he would get booed everywhere. And Novak is not particularly the best when it comes to like people booing him. He's not like Daniil Medvedev, for example, like he's not that level. So I just can't see this working out for him well. And I think that one of the things that he's always done really well in Australia is he's, he's had the crowd behind him because Australia kind of identified with Novak as like, oh, this is our champion. Like Rafa has the Roland Garros, Roger has Wimbledon, and Australia now has Novak Djokovic. Like we are his slam. And like he identifies as like, that's my slam. And I think that he's completely lost that now. And uh, it's going to be very tough for for him to, um, this is going to have long standing effects on his career to be clear. And we're going to touch upon all those, but Marcus, why don't you give me your, your, your sort of instant reaction to this, what you thought, uh, and, and, and also a a basic summary of what happened over the past 24 hours. Yeah. So I was actually going to, I was going to say, let, let's do an objective kind of fact check on what actually happened here. So, um, as everybody knows, the Australian government has very strict COVID entry requirements, uh, as far as its vaccines, basically, if you're a national or foreign national visitor um you need to be vaccinated twice or have a legitimate medical exemption uh novak joe and the australian open by the way has basically said you need to be vaccinated or one of the exemptions which has been conducted by uh, two independent medical boards one organized by the state of victoria uh, which is where the tournament is held and one by tennis australia so um djokovic applied for a medical exemption, um, I'm assuming within the you know the last couple of months, um, it is presumed. So there's a list of exemptions, but the one that everybody presumes to be where he how he's entering is uh, the exemption that if you've had co- if you've tested positive for COVID in the last six months, that you will be granted entry into the country. Now, there have been why it has been widely reported in the last few days. That the federal government has denied telling Tennis Australia and the state of Victoria that that is uh, a means of entry into the country. But Tennis Australia and the state of Victoria apparently 
Um, who knows? At this point, it's like a he said, she said thing has uh, gone ahead and basically, you know, allowed that to happen. So Djokovic got the clear. Um, he came under a lot of heat when he announced that he got an exemption. Um, I don't understand really why he got heat because the rules allowed for it. Um, and, and there are some other players who also were granted this exemption. So, I mean, he just simply applied, got it and went. So I don't really see how he's being selfish in anything. If whether or not he's vaccinated, that's a whole different topic. But, you know, that's his right. So he travels down to Australia. Uh, he goes into border control and they realize that his visa was filled out incorrectly or that it was the wrong type of visa not having a medical exemption included. Um, and then they proceed to interrogate him in a uh, basically kind of like in solitary confinement with no phone for multiple hours with two policemen guarding the, the door to this room. He is unable to access his phone uh, and apparently he's unable to produce sufficient documentation showing that he had basically tested positive within the last six months or whatever the exemption is, but we're assuming it's that, um, which seems a little bit odd because he had to provide this exemption documentation to Tennis Australia and the state of Victoria. So I don't really understand how the federal government didn't accept this. Regardless, uh, he is now being, de- he, his visa was canceled, by the way. So now he's being detained in a quarantine hotel in Melbourne, awaiting uh, a court appeal, which is due to be determined on Monday. So he will be there for the rest of the weekend. Now, my initial reaction was, okay, um, I don't really, first of all, I thought whoever on his team filled out the visa wrong should be fired immediately because that that's a very ridiculous clerical error. Second, I was a little bit concerned because they they kept him there for so long. And I really don't think it takes eight hours to figure out whether or not somebody has a uh, an exemption or the documentation. There's no way it takes eight hours to get that. Um, and also, shouldn't this documentation, you know, shouldn't allow him to basically, shouldn't it be sufficient if it's sufficient for Tennis Australia and the state of Victoria? Shouldn't it be sufficient for the federal government? Uh, there's basically only two options that happen either. One, the federal government is basically using him as a political pawn based out of all the backlash that they just got. So they're basically rejecting him out of spite. Or two, Djokovic possible could have forged some sort of documentation or the documentation that he provided wasn't good enough. Now, I, I doubt that, um, considering that his exemption passed the Tennis Australia and State of Victoria board. However, that's a whole nother thing because they clearly uh, they clearly profit from when he participates in the tournament. So it's a bit of a mess. There's still some details to be figured out. Um, but from a first look, Frank, first of all, it's not a really good look for anybody. Um, Djokovic could have obviously made his life a lot easier if he just gotten two vaccines. Um, but he chose not to chose to go this route, which is his right. And, uh, I don't know, the Australian government kind of looks, uh, it looks like they're kind of teething him in the air and they're not really on the same page. And it's really not a good look to keep a superstar like that, uh, in kind of quarantine slash solitary confinement for eight hours. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that's a great summary of the entire situation. Um, I, I just, I, I think that from Novak's perspective, he needs to really look at his team 
and sort of assess who you know gave him the okay of like yep this will definitely work this will definitely be fine um i don't know what exactly the procedures were on his side as to what was done or who looked at it and uh, whatever but this is a mess i think the best way that you put it was this is a bad look for everyone involved this is a bad look for tennis australia and the australian open this is a bad look for the country of australia this is a bad look for novak djokovic it's a bad look for the atp like really bad all around um this is not a good way for tennis to be making the news um and i just it, it you know I, I think there's been people that have been saying that uh and i think this is something that even you said to me just before we we started recording like you know this this feels like an inside job from uh the country of australia on djokovic to like make an example out of him etc cetera, etc cetera. and honestly i that's probably true. I don't like to speculate, but like that's that's probably true, to be honest. However, like, yes, Novak Djokovic is a highly ranked tennis player. He will always have, you know, some level of fame in comparison to like, you know, the 50th ranked tennis player in the world. That's undeniable, 100%. But Novak Djokovic is also so widely outspoken in his beliefs that he puts this target on his back. The second that he got the visa, he's posting on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere about how he got his medical exemption. I'm playing the U.S. Open and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like the dude, Australian Open. Uh, what did I say? You said U.S. Open. Oh, that's great. <laughs> which, yeah, which, which, by, which, by the way, he might not be able to play, but we'll get into that in a couple of minutes. Yeah, no, I, he very well might not be able to play because it's in New York and New York has, you know, we live in we're, we're from Queens. So uh, we, we obviously know New York has been extremely strict with you know, any sort of vaccine uh, regulations. And, and, you know, so he might not be able to play here. I wouldn't be surprised if the UK and uh, the French Open were the same thing. Like, they've also been having sort of a, a big issue with this. But I mean, listen, the, the other thing that I'll say about Novak is like, he has a history of like saying ridiculous things and like putting a spot, like a target on his back for stuff like this. Like, I will read you the quote that he said about dirty water. Like this is a this is a joke that Marcus and I say about him all the time. Quote, I know some people that through energetical transformation, through the power of prayer, through the power of gratitude, they manage to turn the most toxic food or maybe most polluted water into the most healing water because water reacts. Scientists have proven that in an experiment that molecules in water react to our emotions to what has been said. Qu end quote. Like. So basically, he's just spewing nonsense. And like, I like, like Marcus said, like, you don't want to take the vaccine. I think we're both like on the same page. Like, that's your prerogative. That's your right. Do whatever you want. Like, that's fine. But the issue that I have is when you don't take the vaccine, but then you're not cool with the consequences of those actions. And I think that that was something that Rafael Nadal actually said in uh, when he was asked for a quote um about this whole situation uh it's like this just doesn't feel right with novak i i can't really put my finger as to like why but like it feels like he tried to like skim the system or scam the system a little bit here um at least from my perspective something feels off but uh i will fully acknowledge australia handled this horribly like absolutely horribly like there was a clear miscommunication between Tennis Australia and the Australian government, and there just should not have been. 
And once Tennis Australia granted him that exemption, he needs to be allowed to play. Like the decision, like he, he, at that point, if, if it's good enough for Tennis Australia and Tennis Australia is technically, I believe, a part of the government or like under the Ministry of Sport, whatever, like that's it. Like the decision's done. Like you can't just all of a sudden, like there's public outcry and Novak is being made a public example. Like that's not, that's not right. That's not the way that things work. You don't get to just shift the blame onto Novak Djokovic because uh, Tennis Australia made a, made a medical exemption for him. And for all we know, quite honestly, Novak did have a legitimate medical exemption. He could have had a positive COVID test within the past six months, which is a legitimate medical exemption there. And he should be allowed to play. And that should be it. So uh, this has just been bungled from the start. Yeah, that's kind of where, I mean, I, I, let, let's assume, Frank, let's assume here for a minute that Djokovic actually did test positive within the last six months and he was told by the state of Victoria and Tennis Australia that he would be allowed to enter the country and participate. How did the federal government, the state of Victoria and uh, Tennis Australia not be on the same page about whether or not he would be allowed entry into the country? So I just don't understand how that happens. So that's a complete miscommunication mishap on their part. Uh, and then to use him as an example and basically take eight hours to figure it out, whether or not you can let him in or not, is seems a bit obsessive to me. I mean, that should be a fairly quick decision. Um, and another part of this, Frank, is how was this? I mean, it, it, his exemption in visa must have been good enough to let him get on the plane. Right. I mean, from Qatar, I mean, it must have been good because they check that at uh, when you check into flights recently, you know, they 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 make sure that you're either vaccinated or you have a valid exemption and visa. So it must have been good enough to let them on the on the plane. Yeah, I, I mean, you can speak more to that because you've actually like traveled, um, you know, in the past like month or so. But yeah, this is not like this should have if if there was a problem with Novak's visa, it should have been told to him in Qatar. It shouldn't have been told to him when he lands and then you keep him in a hotel or, you know, what did they keep him in like a box in the airport for eight hours with no cell phone, no communication to the outside world, whatever it was. That's a joke. I mean, like that. That's that ridiculous. Is, that's an app. That's absolutely disgraceful. Like this is you know, a G7 like modern country, like wealthy, you know, whatever. Like what what are your processes that are going on here that you allow that to happen um and and listen like like i said novak absolutely put a target on his back when he posted i got a medical exemption ha 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 i'm coming to australia and i'm gonna absolutely. win this thing again okay undeniable that was a total like you know we all know the word used to describe what novak did but at the same token australia completely politicized him they made him a political example. He is being used as a political example right now. That is like undeniably true, in my opinion. Um, I, I really don't like to speculate as I speculate in this moment. But, you know, I think he is being used as a political pawn right now because there's a ton of people in Australia who have, you know, they have had very, very strict regulations there. So they've been unable to go see family, etc. Unable to really move throughout even the territory. Right. Uh, you know, so. For them, they probably saw like, hey, this like tennis player is coming in with a medical exemption to come play a tournament. He's not even vaccinated and I can't even go like, you know, two hours away on a drive like this sucks. What the hell is going on here? Yeah. And that's 
I mean, listen, that's a problem that they should be taken up with, with the, you know, with their government. Not, not. I see a lot of hate with Novak Djokovic, and I'm like, all right, well, I mean, I get it. Maybe you don't like that he, he's not getting vaccinated or whatever. But I mean, this is clearly not his fault. The rules allow for it, so you know, deal with the rules. And you know, Frank, speaking of rules, now, now we can kind of get into like what's going to actually kind of go down. So my, my assumption is. I, I honestly don't know if he's they're going to let him in or not. It would at this point, I think they almost they almost have to they almost have to send him back. I mean, I know that you you think they'll let him in. And I, I'm actually curious as to hear why. I just think that if he did everything right with Tennis Australia and he has a legitimate medical exemption, a court is going to quickly be able to discern, oh, this was a political stunt he has to be allowed in he needs to play and that's it like and if and if he doesn't have a legitimate medical exemption and this whole thing at the border was because like oh crap we thought you had a legitimate exemption like this is a forgery like blah 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 then he won't be allowed to play that i i do believe the court will be able to sort of like discern and figure out but i just can't i really can't believe that somebody who is the number one tennis player in the world has millions and millions of dollars, probably has the best lawyers and managers in the world looking at and scrutinizing at all of these laws to ensure that he can get a medical exemption to play in Australia would not go and get the proper documentation to allow himself to play and get the visa. Like, I just I just can't imagine that being true. Yeah, what I, I can't imagine being true is a bunch of politicians trying to save their own skins and like use someone as a scapegoat because, you know, they're just inept at this entire thing. You hit the nail on the head. I'm not even going to comment any further. That was perfect. So whether or not he gets into Australia, that's remained to be seen. Let's talk about future slams very briefly here, Frank. Um, let's run by the French Open. Recently, the French president, Emmanuel Macron, said that he will make the unvaccinated people's lives uh, hell in France, which could potentially mean either a national vaccine mandate, a vaccine requirement to enter the country, or a vaccine requirement to play in the French Open. Um, so he can run into some trouble there. Uh, Wimbledon clearly doesn't want to have any issues, nor does the UK government. We could see something happening there as well. Um, and they kind of operate also autonomously since they're not part of the European Union anymore. And the last one is actually, I was just thinking about this, the US Open, as of right now, he is not allowed to enter the United States. If you are a foreign national, you require a COVID vaccine proof and a negative test result. Uh, of which he only has one of those. So he's not, doesn't have both, obviously. So the question is really, is, is Novak going to, you know, get the jab to avoid all this controversy and just go out and winning slams? Or is he going to stand on his principle? I'm very curious as to see what's going to happen. I think he's going to stand on his principle. I think as, as I said, the quote earlier, he's been very consistent about his beliefs in sort of homeopathic medicine and not necessarily like, westernized you know modern medicine if you will so i don't think he will i i think he's more than willing to to you know live and die on this hill i think he's already done that but i think yeah I, I, the, the french open i think you're gonna have to be vaccinated i italy just you know a few days ago announced that anyone 50 or over mandatory vaccination uh i think france will follow suit like you said that the macron quote 
um the uk i think it was already like pseudo implied that you vaccinated to be there at last year's wimbledon and you know novak sort of barely skated through that i think they're going to tighten that up this year again and the u.s like you said i think beyond beyond just entering the u.s right he's going to be going into new york city because the u.s opens in queens which is ultra tight uh, basically on the same level as most European Union countries in terms of its regulations when it comes to COVID vaccinations, you know, indoor gatherings, etc. Like New York City is just as strict as the rest of them. So I just I, I can't see. I really think like I genuinely think that Novak has a serious, serious career problem right now with this vaccination. Like this could potentially be the thing that like I don't want to say makes him retire, but like kind of makes him retire. Um, so we'll see. I think this is just so complex from start to finish in terms of its implications on his career, its implications on the tour in general over the next few years. This was something that we, again, alluded to on our 2022 predictions in terms of there's going to be this shift, this changing of the guard between Novak, Rafa, Roger, and, you know, the next gen of Medvedev, uh, Zverev, and, and Sinner, who, you know, if you've been watching the ATP Cup, Sinner has looked phenomenal. Uh, Zverev has looked quite good. Medvedev lost to Hugo Umber, I think, which I don't know what that's about, but whatever. Um, you know, there's definitely going to be this shift of the guard. So now it's just a question of, you know, what, what is this the hill that Novak wants to die on? Like you said, you know, like, is this, is this, is this the line, right? This is a guy who, in my opinion, he, if you were to make like a 30 for 30, like the ESPN 30 for 30s, I would pick Novak Djokovic. This guy has had the most interesting, fascinating career of anyone on tour, right? I wouldn't pick Roger. I wouldn't pick Rafa. I'd pick Novak. And there, this guy is just marred in controversy from the start. Nobody really liked his attitude and he's sort of always been able to do his thing regardless. And this is just like right on brand for me with him. And it goes back to what I said at the start. This is fascinating, but it is unsurprising. This is so unsurprising from Novak. He seems to just live in this. So we'll see what happens. What, what do you think though? Yeah, I mean, again, it, it really comes down to, you know, because right now the GOAT debate is obviously not over um, and, and they're tied. They're tied at 20 apiece, which is crazy. To of course think. they are. Of course, they're tied at 20 each. Incredibly. Yeah. Of course they are. Yeah. Some make some may, some maybe think, you know, China planned for that to happen to make sure they're all tied at 20. Lol. Um, not to get political here, but um yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, you know, if he if he really if he really wants to, you know, play tennis, I, honestly, I think at this point, if he just wants to play tennis, it's going to be extremely difficult to get around the world without a vaccine. I mean, you know, he let's say it was the positive COVID test for this exemption. Um, does that mean he has to go get COVID every couple of months, you know, or right before Australia every year? You know, like, what, what does this mean? Really? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm very curious to see what's going to happen 
Frank and I are going to release another episode on Tuesday doing our Australian Open predictions. Um, and by then we will know whether or not Novak will be in the country or not. And that will influence our decision. And we'll do a little, maybe brief full five minute uh, talk on that. Um, but, but Frank, um, if, the, if anything else major comes up, maybe we can scramble together, get another pod or get some Instagram posts. Uh, guys, follow us, Breakpoint Podcast 7 on Instagram. Email us, uh, breakpointpodcast7 at gmail.com. Very eager to hear your thoughts uh, on the situation. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this. Uh, obviously, Marks and I work full time each. So we try to pump these out as quickly as we can, especially with any breaking news. And this is still developing, quite honestly. So there could be more news today, for all we know. But um, yeah, we're going to be very active during the Australian Open. We'll try to get at least uh, a few podcasts out for that. We might even consider be doing like a, like a live stream of us sort of commenting, watching a match, if there's anything that you guys would be interested uh, like match-wise with that. We're happy to do it. Um, just let us know. DM us. Uh, I think that would be kind of fun, to be honest, like a watch-along. So uh, we'll see. Kind of tough with the time difference, but that's fine. Um, yeah, so anything like that, any topics you want us to talk about, obviously DM us. Thanks for listening. And uh, we will catch you guys next time. See ya. See ya.